Welcome back to Radio Her, a podcast presented by the Women in Business Association at the University of Toronto Scarborough. Welcome to Radio Her's first episode titled Career Development and Personal Growth with Annika Lee. My name is Fanny Giovanni and I'm a third year student pursuing population health and public policy at the University of Toronto Scarborough campus. I'm the events director at the Women in Business Association at UTSC and also the host of this week's podcast. Today, I have the honor to speak with Annika Lee, a fourth year co-op student in the business administration program at UTSC. Hi, Annika. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. In today's episode, Annika will be sharing her experience as a management co-op student, including some challenges she faced during her job search. Annika will also speak about some ways in which she practices wellness and stays motivated during stressful times. We're very interested in learning more about your co-op experience as a management student. Can you please tell us more about your co-op work term placements and positions? I've had four co-op terms so far. The first two were in marketing. So I worked, my first term was at Ebates, which is now known as Marketing Canada, as a marketing analyst. Then I did product management at Samsung. And after that, I wanted to experience some other industries to see where I wanted to end up after university. So then I pursued strategy at President's Choice Financial, so working with Loblaws, PC Optimum Shoppers, and then finally this past summer I ended up at Gamble for an account manager internship. That's amazing. I'm sure that you gained a lot of knowledge and skills from your co-op work term placements. I know that many students are in the process of either seeking or will be seeking, and finding your first job can be a challenge. Can you tell us more about how you secured your first work term and how you navigated any challenges that might have come across your way? My first two co-op work terms are found through CSM. And I think the greatest challenges you encounter when seeking through CSM is really that waiting period for a ranking season and also not really understanding why you're not getting a role. And you're also directly competing against some of your friends for the same roles. I think that just all in all creates a very stressful environment. My last two co-op positions were found outside of CSM. My third one was actually through networking and then eventually interviewing. My My last one was through LinkedIn. So I think when you're seeking outside of CSM, some of the main challenges you face is that you don't get any support from the Department of Management, obviously, and it's also difficult to find people within your school who have also recruited for similar positions. So there's just not as much as a support system that there is. I think overall, though, the two main challenges you face when you're seeking is one, dealing with constant rejection and failure and really feeling like you're not enough and comparing yourself to other friends who might be doing better than you. And then the second part is really not understanding why you're not good enough because obviously during recruiting, you don't really get feedback why on why you haven't gotten a position. 
And I think the best things to combat both of them is to really keep a healthy mindset about recruiting and then also be constantly seeking out feedback outside of recruitment season. That's great advice and tips. We all know that job search can be a tough process. And I wanted to ask you if there were any friends, family, professionals that helped you along the way and guided you. Yeah, for sure. I think I definitely couldn't have secured and succeeded in my co-op terms without the help of my amazing friends and then also the Department of Management and the faculty that have constantly supported me along the way. And lastly, obviously, my family who has always supported me and made me feel like even if I didn't succeed, I was still worthy of feeling happy and accomplished. So a few people that I would really like to call out is um, especially the Department of Management. So I think Tracy has helped me all throughout university from first year old to now. I came in in MIB, so she was my assigned faculty. And even when I left MIB, she still continued to be my support system in seeking and honestly hyping me up. I remember the last co-op term I got at PNG. As soon as I told her, I think she was more excited for me than <laughs> honestly I was excited for myself. I remember she walked me around the whole office telling everyone that I had secured the job. So I really think, although UTSC can feel small sometimes, that tight-knit community really helps in terms of guidance and support. That's so sweet. And I definitely agree that the tight-knit community at UTSC is great in terms of offering support and always being there for you. Students often face challenges in maintaining their professional life and we wanted to ask you about your lowest point on any of these co-op work terms and how did you overcome it? So not that many people know about this so this is something that I'll be speaking about for the first time um, on this podcast. This past co-op work term at PNG, I actually had a major breakdown in the first month of working. I felt exhausted, burnt out. I had just come off another work term from President's Choice and obviously COVID was happening. I was feeling a lot of mental exhaustion. And beyond that, I think I had a heavy case of imposter syndrome. I was one of the few students at PMG who wasn't from a target school, and everyone seemed so charming, so intelligent, and I really felt like there was nothing that I could do to catch up to these people who seemed to naturally have it all, you know, the charm, the brain, the talent, um, the public speaking. So I think all of this really weighed on me, and it really discouraged me. It came to the point that two weeks into my internship, I actually had to request um, a week and a half to two weeks off of working because there was a lot of personal things that were going on, but also just because I came to the point where I woke up and I would honestly like have a little anxious cry before starting work and it just wasn't healthy for me at all. So in those two weeks, I didn't do anything spectacular. I really just Netflix and chilled every single day. Um, I treated myself to a lot of self-care things. And I kind of just took time back to myself to recalibrate and 
refocus on my own self-confidence. And so when I did come back to work, I was terrified that I would be behind. And also this co-op was supposed to be my route to a full-time job. So I was so worried about not catching up. But I think all the self-care that I did in recalibration helped me so much in actually heading back to work and being really able to bring my 100% self in. And it ended up being a happy story because I'll be going back to PNG full-time in the fall. But I think I had to have that lowest point to realize to take care of myself a little bit more. Congratulations for securing a full-time job at PNG, and I definitely agree that sometimes to move forward, you need to take a step back to sort of focus on yourself. Moving forward, we wanted to ask you some questions about personal growth. Are there any hobbies you have that help you relax and manage stress due to maybe a huge amount of academic and professional workload? I think especially during COVID when you're spending a lot of time at home by yourself, hobbies are really, really important to help you not go insane. So some hobbies that I've personally taken up during this past troubling times have been listening to crime podcasts, um, playing with my cats a little bit more, and also cooking. I used to order in and Uber eats a lot of food. All my friends know that I would <laughs> order in at least like five meals a day and three bubble teas a week. And I now have shifted to trying to cook a little bit more of healthy food. Um, so those are hobbies that have helped me really relax. I think it's just always good also to go on a walk and get some fresh air when you're feeling cooped up inside especially when you're in a small space like I am in, where I live in downtown Toronto in like a 700-square-foot apartment with my roommate. So I think those are hobbies that help me relax. And can you tell us what keeps you motivated on a daily basis, especially during tough times like COVID-19? I think what helps me keep motivated is really the thought that you know, this is my last year and this is the last period that I'm going to be in university where I don't have to really worry about, you know, big life decisions like buying a house or getting promoted. I want to spend this last year really making the most of it and spending the time that I have in university to help myself grow into a better person and into a better worker and a better mentor as well. So I think all of those things, keeping in mind that this is a really unique time for me where I get to spend a lot of time with my friends and family and have vacation days whenever I want really um, for self-care, unlike you know the real world where you'd be working full-time nine to five. So I think that's the thought that keeps me motivated. Annika, in today's episode, we learned about your experiences as a co-op student and ways you stay motivated. As we're concluding our podcast, we would like to ask you one last question. What advice would you give to your first year self? The main advice I give to my first year self is to not take everything so seriously. I remember coming into university and thinking that every part of my future life had to be planned out. I had to know exactly what I was doing in five years 
in 10 years, what field I was going to be working in. And I always held myself up to really high standards in terms of extracurriculars or work or studying. And I think that that really led me to feel burnt out like this past summer. So the main advice I would give to my first year self is to enjoy university a little bit more, spend more time with my friends, do fun things, go on hikes, um, just not take business so seriously because career is something that you're going to be working on your whole life basically. So you have time in the future to think about things. Thank you for being able to join us today, Annika, and we wish you good luck for your future endeavors. Our podcast will be released on a bi-weekly basis, so be sure to tune in as we have some amazing speakers lined up. Thank you for listening.